Hello and welcome to the BNP Paribas Markets 360 podcast. We cover the topics that matter from the global economy to market strategy. Hello, I'm Pamela Diaz-Lobet, Mexico economist at BNPP Paribas. Uh, today we will discuss monetary policy, in particular how the recent uh, financial turmoil has altered the expectations for Mexico's central bank ahead of the end of the cycle. It's Monday morning in Mexico on the 27th of March 2023, so let's kick off. To put things into perspective, although Mexico's central bank, also known as Banxico, has openly stated that they don't have a target for the rate spread with the Fed. Uh, the truth is that factors such as the similarity of their economic cycles and the behavior of the exchange rate have made the Fed one of the most important elements to consider when it comes to Banxico's monetary policy reaction function. So Mexico started its tightening cycle before the Fed in June 2020, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to end earlier. And this debate over whether or not Mexico is following the Fed has been going on since the beginning of the cycle. To discuss this matter, uh, I think that it is a good idea to split the conversation into two parts. First, uh, how has the financial turmoil changed by Kiko's reaction function as the cycle nears its end? And second, what and when to expect the cutting cycle? So regarding uh, the first point, it is essential to understand that while the impact of what is happening in the banking sector is still uncertain, we have already seen a consequence cautiousness. And this cautiousness is changing the balance of risk for terminal rate. Of course, this was reflected in the latest uh, Fed's decision, and consequently, uh, we could see an impact on Banxico. Just to recall uh, the current stage of the, of the cycle in Mexico, although uh, headline inflation has already peaked, current inflation remains sticky, and the current inflation profile has shifted from a more uh, demand-oriented and idiosyncratic profile, preventing the central bank from openly uh, calling for the end of the cycle. The fact uh, that inflation is not yet on a sustainable path to its 3% target increases Mexico's reliance on the Fed. This means that prior to the financial turmoil, the risks were skewed toward a higher terminal rate, maintaining the spread with the US. Now, with risks tilted to the other side, uh, we consider that there is no need for Banxico to extend the cycle if the Fed stops. This is due to two factors. Factor number one is the MXN's stability. And factor number number two is uh, the downside surprises in headline inflation. So there are still issues with the core side. In a nutshell, we believe that the financial turmoil provides an opportunity for Banxico to justify a parallel end of cycle with the Fed once they decide to pause. But what's next? What about the cutting cycle? Well, to talk about how easing relates to the Fed. It is relevant to understand that the Mexican and U.S. inflation profiles um, are different. And this is happening because while the shocks that hit both economies were the same, factors such as the effectivity of monetary policy transmission channels, local supply chain disruptions, and the local market structure uh, made inflation not only a global factor, but also an idiosyncratic one. 
It matters because it is likely to see a divergence in the pace of, the, of, of this uh, disinflationary process in both countries. In the case of Mexico, this stickiness in core inflation probably will hinder the downside trajectory. It could be slow, it could be bumpy, and in our view, this will preclude Banxico from start the cutting cycle before the Fed. Either the Fed starts this year or in 2024. Thank you everyone for listening. This communication does not constitute research, a recommendation or any form of advice from BNP Paribas or its affiliates. It does not consider your financial circumstances or objectives and it may not be suitable for you. It should not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part.